just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. We're going to be coming to you live here tonight, having a little bit of fun. First off, we're going to talk about a little group, a little group that is getting together right now, and that would be the Bilderberg Group, meeting in Washington as we speak. Okay, so this has been uh, hitting the mainstream here recently, seeing more people talk about this. The global elites converge on Washington, D.C. for the Bilderberg Group meeting now. I meant to actually get into this article last. And here's George Soros. And I figured that I would share this article last and that we could go in talking about the elite and everything else. But, you know, the whole focus of our show, of our program, has been to focus on what is the elite doing, not what they're saying. We listen to what they say, and we know that they're deceiving us. These people are here to take everything. Right, These people are making moves while the rest of the world is living through a crisis, while the rest of the world is living through events that is uh, you know, taking them out in every way possible, physically, emotionally, spiritually, health crisis, food crisis, uh, all from the top down, debt and liquidity crisis, the whole thing imploding, controlled destruction, controlled demolition is the term that's being passed around right now. And you're going to hear people say that, and it's because... We knew that this moment has been planned going back now over a decade because they never fixed the they never fixed the problems of the last 08 financial crisis. They just made it an everything bubble instead of a real estate bubble. So in this show here tonight, we're going to be talking about Ripple making moves. We're going to be talking about the elite making moves. And we're going to talk about the real estate crash, dip, bull market, bear market. I'm going to let you guys figure out and determine what kind of market we're going through in real estate, what kind of market we're going through in crypto. I'm just here to present the numbers, the facts, the information, no BS, straight to the truth. Let's get it fired up here. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Okay, so just in, Ripple CEO says they are exploring opportunities to grow through external acquisitions. Mergers and acquisitions is the name of the game of scaling up large companies. And what this is, is this is buying out your competition. This is buying out uh, a whole other business, a whole other line of cash flow to add to your balance sheet. As Brad just reported at the World Economic Forum in Davos, speaking with the elite, saying that they're in the best cash position that they've ever been in. Their balance sheet is incredibly strong and that they're considering mergers and acquisitions right now. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's what this uh, article, if this Twitter feed here from Watcher.Guru Watcher shares, uh, shares this tweet with us that the Ripple CEO says they're exploring opportunities to grow through external acquisitions. I'm assuming that that's out of what he just said at Davos because he was getting interviewed by CNBC, Fox Business. We were covering this. Before he left for Davos, he just held a yacht party, invited a bunch of NFT crypto influencers and bunch of you know a bunch of people out to the yacht party um and so we see that ripple has an incredibly strong balance sheet considering buying up competition while the rest of the space is imploding 
Terra Luna, the whole ritual uh, that happened during the eclipse with that cryptocurrency bringing down the whole market. While we see Ripple held up in a similar ritual, this one is just a case of they're suppressing it, they're stalling it, they're hiding it, they're taking it away from you while they prepare for this new financial system to roll out, which is one of the things that they're talking about at the Bilderberg meeting right now is the disruption in the global financial system. And, and that's the key quote that, that's being passed around by, by some of these outfits that are actually covering the Bilderberg meeting happening, is that they're talking about uh, the, the global financial system and the disruption that is taking place. We have positioned ourselves perfectly, and I continue to say that. We're doing what the elite are doing. We're doing what the financial banks, institutions are doing right now. They're building on top of XRP Ledger. They're building on top of XLM. We just covered yesterday. Stellar, Ukraine, what's been going on there. Stellar, we're working to make sure that Zelensky can enact a cashless system. A cashless system for Ukraine. And from that crisis, from the war over there, you're starting to see the opportunities present themselves. Opportunities as far as Putin taking landmass with military, and as far as them rolling out some sort of digital currency here, their CBDC, still making progress, still developing in the middle of a war. That just came out from the Stellar CEO. So we watch what the Ripple CEO is doing, what the Stellar CEO is doing. We see that we've had hundreds of big-time CEOs resign or walk away, you know, hang them up recently. And in my opinion, you know, some people would say, well, that's because, you know, they're, they're, they knew what was coming. And I, I would have to agree that these people knew that the party was coming to an end. So they jumped off, you know, they, they sailed on their ship. They pulled up the gangplank, you know, and they're letting everyone else drown as they try to make it through this storm. These CEOs of all these big companies that have left. But we watch what they're doing, not what they, we listen to what they say, but we want to understand what they're doing. Ripple CEO says that they're about to acquire other companies. This is massive, guys. This is, you know, Ripple being able to buy, uh, you know, other cryptocurrencies and other cryptocurrency companies. I'm actually looking for them to make <clears throat> a purchase like Ripple buys Bank of America. Now that might sound crazy. Maybe I should have made that the headline because that kind of sounds nuts. Ripple buys Bank of America. But this is literally how Ripple has positioned themselves right now. Right? Remember, they continue to buy XRP off the secondary markets with their cash. Best balance sheet that they've ever had, most amount of cash that they've ever had. They're buying XRP and they're also buying back their own stock. So they're doubling down, doubling and tripling down on XRP and Ripple. But now they're also ready to make external acquisitions. So I'm not a accredited investor. I'm not an accredited investor right now. I cannot buy Ripple IPO. If I could, I would. Um, and I could maybe fib the, fib the numbers like every other person is saying that their net worth is a million bucks or whatever. They're claiming, what, you know, they're capping, right? Like the kids say, they're capping about that net worth but you know 
uh, you got to have a million dollars net worth or you got to have about $250,000 income or you can take whatever test that is to get that certificate that makes you a financial advisor and you can invest in pre-stage early IPO. If I could, I would with Ripple because this is what I want to see out of a company. You know, this, this is right here is what I want to see. Best balance sheet ever as we enter a financial crisis where the rest of the world, where the rest of the old financial world, specifically, I've covered, dropped another video today, central banks taking losses. Ripple, you know, obviously not going to buy a central bank, but why? Ripple could go back and buy MoneyGram. Ripple's supposed to be way bigger of a, of a company than MoneyGram, right? And having control of this reserve currency, XRP, is the heartbeat of Ripple, according to Brad. So we're just getting started, okay? Well, let me, I'm just ranting now. But let's talk about the real estate market. I'm gonna let you guys decide whether or not you guys think this is a real estate crash or not. Here are the numbers. Uh, this is unconfirmed. This is just from some guy named Ben on Twitter. Residential home sales in May year over year. Toronto down 39%. Vancouver down 32%. Calgary up 3%. So Calgary holding out. All right. The high flying speculative markets of Toronto, Vancouver wrecked. Technically speaking, that's a bear market if you compare that to stocks or crypto. Uh, 20% move is a bear market, bull market down here. 39% for Toronto. 32% for Vancouver. And we're also seeing in some areas even more. We're seeing 30 to 50% drop in uh, home sales in some areas. Now that's the number of home sales taking place and that's also in price. So we're, 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 we're listening. Like I said, I told you guys, I follow, I'm following these guys on Twitter and now they're showing up. The algorithm's showing me all these guys on Twitter that are posting real estate stuff. I'm getting a lot of the Canadian guys and gals, but uh, we're watching it here in America as well because these markets intertwine so closely together. But uh, what we're seeing here is we're watching these people here on Twitter. I got a couple other, you know, I watched Ken McElroy, of course, of, of course, Robert Kiyosaki doesn't really get into the data into too much deeply on real estate anymore right he's just kind of generally talking about other stuff but robert kiyosaki was one of the ogs as far as real estate investing as far as current updates i'm really just listening to ken mcelroy and then i'm kind of listening to the word on the street from twitter here okay so i'm just kind of getting the vibe from the twitter kids and then we're also listening to some of the ogs as well This uh, Canadian here, Nazma Ali, we've been covering some of her tweets. Less people flipping, less buying second property with HELOC, less investors in general. Now the HELOC is that home equity line of credit. And we saw that Americans have been tapping out. They've been gone into record amounts of credit card debt. Record amounts of debt being built up and consumed right now by Americans as well. She says, everyone got their wish now, market going through a detox. Yeah, and she's, I think, based out of Toronto, and so she's really seeing it in Toronto specifically. But these high-flying cities, we knew that they were going to be the ones that really bit the bullet when this thing flipped. 
lot of spe- lot of speculation taking place across the whole board in real estate, but in these high flying markets, you're talking about million dollar losses versus losing you know a hundred grand. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, Ron Butler, mortgage guy on Twitter says, guess what? Fixed mortgage rates on the way up again. After taking a few weeks off, the bond yield spike has driven up five-year fixed rates. First big five bank moves up 25 basis points, rest to follow next week. We are now coming very close to the 5% resistance point. Sorry, I never have good news. Now, this is a mortgage broker in Canada. So I'm just, I keep on clarifying. Am I listening to a Canadian person? or an American, because these people are giving us numbers on the street. And this is what I like to hear. This is where you get that good data, okay? When, when you get that good perspective that I don't have, right? I'm not in the real estate game as far as being a mortgage guy, being a broker, being a property manager. But what these people are telling us right now here is that we're about to hit fixed mortgage rates up to 5%. And I know you guys, back in the day, you were living through 15, 20% interest rates. The point is, is that we're in a much different place in the economy and that even going up to where we've gone, the whole system's imploding already, right? Between that and the supply chain crisis, the thing's just imploding, okay? So the point is, is we can't afford this anymore. At 1.5%, a $500,000 mortgage with 25-year AM amortization $1,998 a month okay so at one and a half percent $500,000 mortgage you're at about 2,000 bucks a month at 4.5 percent on that same $500,000 mortgage same 25 year loan you're at 2,767 so this is getting unaffordable right The, the cost of living here uh, going up in every single category, from your mortgage payment to your food to your gas, from two thousand a month to twenty seven hundred bucks a month. Do you really think buyers will now purchase at their max? Everything about this market is pointing to a correction. Yeah, yep. Depending where you are, your correction might just be holding flat instead of gaining your you no know, your your linear five percent per year appreciation. Right, you're just gonna stay flat, or maybe you drop five percent, right? If you're in the Midwest. If you're in a high flying speculative market, you're gonna crash thirty to fifty percent. And you probably already have. It's just a matter of how much worse is it going to get. This person right here, Marty on Twitter says deals collapsing left and right and center due to financing. Hearing multiple cases of people walking away from their deposits. The next several months will be like walking on eggshells. Hashtag Van Real Estate. That's Vancouver Real Estate. Okay. So in in regards to real estate here, we're watching how what what the banks, the financial institutions, the, the central bank policies, sorry, the central banks alone are determining how quickly this implodes, how quickly this collapses. The key part is watching how these policies are affecting each asset class. How are they affecting real estate? 
how are they affecting uh, the, the equity market, which is your stocks? Because crypto is following along stocks, right? How is it going to affect your business on Main Street if you run a business? This is what we have to consider. This is what I'm trying to talk about here on this channel is how is this going to impact us? What should be our next moves as we live through this rollout of a new financial system, a destruction of the current one that we're in? And many people, many people caught up in a rough situation right now. This article coming out of Gold Telegraph, uh, this is federal energy officials are warning that the power grid in the central United States could be forced to impose rotating blackouts on some of the hottest days of the summer due to rising demand and plant requirement or retirements. Have some assets offline. Folks have a plan. We really got to have a plan and be prepared right now. They it's funny, I, I, was, I just posted a TikTok before I got on here, and, and a trending hashtag right now is, quote, ready for hell. And, you know, most people would just look at that and say, you know, what, what's that? That's, you know, okay, some stupid hashtag, whatever. Folks, they are about to send us through hell, literally. I don't know what that hashtag about, but it got me thinking. They got us so programmed that we're literally enjoying them pulling us into hell on earth, guys. This is unbelievable. And many people, myself included, were complacent and sat back because we thought that everything was going to be fixed by now. We thought the Ripple versus SEC case was going to be over. Some of us thought that Trump was going to return. Some of us thought that there was going to be a flip of the switch moment already. And in the meantime, people have been getting wiped out. So although I think that the good guys win, I think that God wins in the end. They're taking us through hell. <laughs> I mean, hashtag ready for hell is what's trending on TikTok right now. And to me, it's just all part of the programming. They have prepared this generation, my generation and the younger one. Uh, to, to own nothing, be happy. Live in your phone and then get us ready to live in the metaverse, chip up, tap in, give everything, give up your whole soul to the system. They're about to put us through blackouts in the middle of summer. Rolling blackouts in America. And I just shared an article about how the Chevron CEO doesn't think that another oil refinery will be built in America ever again. All part of the new world agenda, green energy, you know, uh, own nothing, be happy, ride a bike, and uh, live in the metaverse. Only use CBDC. Have no privacy, have no control. Universal basic income. Take the chip, tap in, bro. Why not? Yeah, I figured, why not? Yeah, I understand the risks, bro. But yeah, I'm still going to tap in. We aren't going to stop these people from walking into their own demise. And that's the whole point I'm trying to make here. Half the population needs to be woken up. And some of them are never going to be woken up. They are happily marching to their own demise. 
The elite have set this up perfectly. This is the fight that we're fighting every single day. In regards to preparations, here's this article coming out of The Guardian, which is funny. The West is now basically giving up. Do we understand that? What's going on right now? The West is essentially giving up, starting to admit that they're just going to have to let Putin have those territories. And, you know, we need to wrap up this war. You know, hopefully we can wrap this thing up. They're, they're admitting these territories are gone. Russia moved the needle. Putin moved the needle. Fact checkers and anyone who's listening to me, I'm not pro-Putin. <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't think that the Russians, the average Russian citizen, is having a good experience right now either. But I'm also not pro-woke being a dumb moron who doesn't understand the picture here that's being painted right now. They're telling us what they're about to do. They're about to give us blackouts. Right here, this article from The Guardian. As war drags on, Ukrainians start to ask, could we have prepared better? Let me take a deep breath. Let me take a little sip of a nice cold adult beverage and let's take a second here. Folks, we've been complacent. We've been fat and happy here in America. We've been enjoying a nice cold beverage on a nice Friday afternoon. It's been good here in America. We've had the power on. We've had clean water. We've had good food and an abundance of food. As war drags on, Ukrainians start to ask, could we have prepared better? Yeah. Yeah, you could have. We all could have. We all still can. Those of us right now who live in a country, maybe it's not even America, who live in a country that is relatively peaceful. You're not going through, you know, you got particular issues in your country, but you have an opportunity right now to prepare wherever you live. If you're listening to my voice, our enemy wants to own us. Our, own, our enemy views us as a worthless eater in their own words, in their own agenda. It's completely out in the open now for all of us to see. As we started out here, this is a Breitbart, Breitbart article, which you guys know Breitbart is right-leaning, whatever. Okay, this, this is just an example. I pulled off, like, there was like four articles off of the Drudge Report. So it's like this all of these deals with the World Economic Forum in Davos, with the Bilderberg Group now meeting in D.C., with the Pfizer CEO, you know, I'm not even going to name names. I'm not even going to talk about these groups without these people because we can't, we can't talk about it. But now they start to present it. Now that they've been exposed, they start to present all these guys as good guys. Kind of like good guy Gary Gensler. They present all these folks as good guys. Just, just looking out for us. Global elites representing business, politics, big tech, media, and academia are now in Washington, D.C. for the 68th annual meeting of the Bilderberg Group. What's interesting about this group is this group goes back to uh, about the time of uh, World War II. Right? Just after World War II. Where the previous world order was created. 
right? The world order that we're now living in that's about to wrap up. What I thought was interesting about this article is I scroll on down here and I see a ad to join the Knights Templar. International Templar Order, 900 years of history with the task of protection. Knights Templar Order. I was like, how fitting. Under uh, our article about Bilderberg Group, we have a Knights Templar Order ad. Well placed. With that being said, let's take a quick look here at the cryptocurrency market. I haven't looked at the cryptos yet today. We're looking at about 3% down, 1.22 trillion overall market cap. Bitcoin at 29.5, ETH 1.7, XRP 38. Okay. So have you guys been buying up over the last week? What have you guys been up to? As far as your investment strategies right now, you guys let me know in the comments down below. I really do appreciate all of you guys for helping me grow this community. Just reached over 35,000 subscribers, over 5 million views that we've now had total on the YouTube platform. So I really appreciate all the support. It really means a lot. Let me know down in the comments, what have you been buying or are you still holding off waiting to buy more blood in the streets? Let me know. We're watching this whole thing unfold and tomorrow I'm gonna to be touching base, tomorrow morning, weekly call with my Discord group and we're gonna be talking uh, about how we're maneuvering this thing. Specifically, I'm looking to focus more on business because people really need to get their money up right now. During these times, we're going to get squeezed. We're going to get killed from inflation, rolling blackouts and all this nonsense. But like I said, we got to budget in. We got to factor in to our plan. Energy, food, all of these things going up about 50 to 100% over the next year. So it doesn't matter what the BS CPI number is. Oh, inflation's 8.3%. No, it's 20% or more for any product or commodity or service that matters. Period, end of story. Inflation is 20%. Don't believe the lies. Certain commodities have increased even more. Okay? And everyone keeps talking back to the 70s and 80s because we're living through something very similar. But this is the 70s and 80s on steroids. It's a very similar setup. Liquidity, uh, basically, um, sorry, inflation crisis, right? And then we had commodity shortages as well. So similar time, just on steroids, a whole lot worse. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.